0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode welcome.
1: eight point five times four—a special episode, which we think will be good in this
0: current time. Yeah, in this current climate, this we thought that doing this, um, like kind of like a special episode, kind of like an eight point five mm. version of like 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 a special version of an episode, would be cool. Just, just because it's sensitive time and sensitive yeah. time in the world right now, especially yeah. with uh, George Floyd being murdered yeah. in Minneapolis and just the um, protests happening in. Sydney as well, mm-hmm. and all around the world. So we yeah. thought this would be a good uh, time to do a movie that would be kind of hitting on those topics or just talking about racism. Mm, really relevant now. Yeah.
1: And have a guest on. Yeah. So I guess I in, introduce, introduce yourself.
2: I'm their father, Stan Grant.
0: Helps when you're talking um, to the mic. <laughs> I'm
2: talking to a mic. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm their dad, Stan Grant. Yeah. <laughs> and this is uh, I'm Not Your Negro, which is the, the movie of the film. film. That we're
0: talking about. Yeah, so we're doing I'm Not Your Negro today, and it's a 2016 documentary film directed by Raoul Peck, and it's based on James Baldwin's unfinished manuscript, Remember Remember This House, and it's Mm -hmm. narrated primarily by um, Samuel L. Jackson Jackson, and explores the history of racism in the United States and also the the, um, kind of civil rights activists that are behind it, Medgar Evans, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King, who kind of all represent different parts of... um, protest or like yeah protest against Mm. racism and when did it come out 2016
1: right yeah four years ago yeah it's kind of like and it's it's but it's funny though when you look at what james baldwin's saying and it's just so relevant now you know like even then like he could see how things would play out in a way and like when he talks about um the president and saying like you know in 40 years they could let us have a black president if yeah. good. Yeah, they could. They did. They did. They let, you know. But the know thing I like president. about this
0: movie is that it draws parallels between what he's saying then and to now. Yeah. And you get that with like the set that he uses they they use Samuel Jackson's narration of um like of James Baldwin uh typing out something mm. or like typing his manuscript. Um and they use that and they use um visually they use what do you call it, the modern day like footage Yeah. Of, um just riots going on or just even just or uh, normal cutaways yeah, yeah. of just like New York and things like mm-hmm. that, just to give the sense that um, it's still relevant. It's still relevant, and it's echoing through mm-hmm. from, the, from the 1950s or 1960s. And, and they also do
1: it. like a nice little cut of, um, like the the people who have died to police brutality, the black young black American people who have died to police brutality, and show videos. I think there was a video of Fruitvale Station as well. Yeah, they do use it. They yeah. use the
0: actual footage of which which we reviewed in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. They use that. They use that just to kind of yeah pinpoint. A lot of those deaths they showed died, but those people died in 2014. Yeah, I wonder if there's a, like any like statistic if that was like the most a big, big, a big spike year for yeah. that kind of thing. Definitely. But yeah, that was something that we really found kind of interesting. What did you think about it?
2: Well, it's interesting that they use Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King mm. because all of them were friends in some way. Yeah, all of them were friends with James Baldwin. But each of them were different. Medgar Evers was like a local organizer and activist who was murdered. Martin Luther King was, you know, representing this sort of Christian civil rights movement um, and and peaceful protest. And Malcolm X, in his early years, was, you know, much more affiliated with the Nation of Islam, um, potentially violent struggle. Mm. You know, by all means necessary is what he said. Yeah. And then how each of them in their own way, trying to talk about racism and a history of racism and violence, were all killed. Yeah. yeah. So it sort of shows as well that no matter how you approach this, no matter how you speak about this, to talk about race in countries like America can get you killed mm-hmm. because it is such a deep issue people either turn away from it or they want you to just be quiet about it yeah. or they want you to do something constructive or productive mm-hmm.
1: about it but they never want to be challenged about it themselves and and James Baldwin says that too with um like the movie how they have Sydney Portier jump off the train yeah. to save the white man it's the like the fine ones yeah and it's kind of like you know there is problems but it's not the white man, like it's kind of like yeah. helping, you know, it's kind of like always leaving on yeah, a, like on a good note. They say
0: like that movie was to kind of help make, reassure them that yeah. it's not all bad. Reassure,
1: that, and that's what
2: James Baldwin says: is like you have to reassure Americans, yep. all the time, and Australians. I think it's very similar. And whoever yeah. it is, you know, you have to make white people feel comfortable before they will even begin to understand what it's like to be black, mm-hmm. and that's a burden that black people have to carry, despite the fact that. Race has been used against them. Yeah. So from a position of powerlessness, they have to actually you tr- take take the weight for the most powerful
0: people mm-hmm. mm.
2: who are who you know who are sort of white society. Yeah. I, I
0: find it like they kind of feel like um, like they can only accept like people in their own in their own terms on their yeah. own in their own little way. If it doesn't if it goes outside the way they interpret it, they then kill it, them. That it's not really? like then it's not useful. Yeah.
2: yeah. But it's also interesting to see how James Baldwin turns it back on yourself. Yeah. And it shows that even these ideas, hateful ideas and racist ideas can become your own ideas. He says, you know, he used to cheer for the, for the cowboys shooting the Indians.
1: Yeah. yeah, Until he realised like, the, the Indians, Indians were, were him. him. yeah, Indians were him. And yeah. that, I think that's incredibly like, Ma- relatable too, you know. Malcolm
2: like- X always said, used to say, you know, every time you straighten your hair, every time you lighten your skin... Every time you try to, you know, straighten your nose or every time you try to take on ideas of whiteness, you're rejecting who you are. Mm. And this is what white people have put into your mind. So in a way, you're sort of locked into this idea idea of racism that starts to form who who you are and how you see yourself. And he was was really honest about that. I think
0: what really comes across is that is the media representation that they portray in the film where uh-huh. they always have like the way the that black people are. Yeah. yeah. But no, not even him, the way that um, the African-Americans are portrayed within their own films. Right. Yeah. 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 Like Bug-eyed, like, yeah, like scared. scared yeah. Yeah. Or silly. Or the animalistic. Making jokes. or The, the, yeah. the
1: stumbling maid, walking in, yeah. and cracking yeah. a, a joke. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Well, like a movie that was really big that came out kind of, uh, well, I think it's like in the thirties, which was like a really big film was Birth of a Nation. Yeah. That kind mm-hmm. of portrays African-Americans as being like animalistic and they're raping mm-hmm. people and all that. But it's, Totally not true. Yeah. And if they're not doing that, then they're just dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're not really seen. And so- he servants. At, yeah. Mm. And so then he really, like, like he points out, like Harry Belafonte and Sydney Poitier. Yeah. As kind of, like, paving ways, f- like, to yeah. change that. But even then, like, even today, if you bring it back to kind of um, m- modern media representations of, even in Australia, like, Indigenous people, you don't really have many. No. Um, we were talking about this when we were coming on, the way, on, here, on, on, here, on yeah. the way here to do the podcast. We were talking about how, like, the media, you never really see- just Aboriginal people on in mainstream media, it's usually like on- um, Sport. Yeah. And the only time you do see them is within sport, a uh, sporting way. It's kind of, it's kind of hinting or to be. Or just me.
2: playing an Aboriginal role. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. didgeridoo, playing the didgeridoo, it's like you can't be anything more than- And it's sport or that. And they yeah.
1: tie you into this uh, Indigenous bracket where it's like, they get you, like the only time you see an Indigenous person on a, on a Q&A forum and whatever is when they're talking about an Indigenous issue. Yeah. It's like an Indigenous person- an Indigenous politician, an Indigenous journalist, whatever, they can't talk about any other issue but an Indigenous or issue. Or even sometimes
0: you're even lucky to get that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have a group of people mm-hmm. like on mainstream media talking about racial issues yeah. and they're not even... Not even un- Aboriginal. A- Ab- Aboriginal. Yeah. But, but the other
2: thing is we have to, and this is what James Baldwin and Malcolm X and others are saying too, we have to empower ourselves. Yeah. If we don't force the change, no one's going to do it for us. So one of the things that I've tried to do in my life is to not be put in that box. Mm. So I will be on Q and A talking about China, yeah, yeah. Or I will be writing books about other things. I was a re- reporter um, in the Middle East, in China, in America, in Russia, mm. in Europe. I lived in London. I, yeah. you know, I won't be put in the box. No. But if you don't be put in the box, it's hard work mm-hmm. because they are constantly trying to put you back yeah. there. And we have to make sure that our voices are heard everywhere. And that's another thing that they always said. You know, Baldwin went to France yeah. to be a writer because he said he did not want to be a Negro, let alone a Negro writer. Yeah, yeah. And that's not because he didn't want to be black. He knew he was black. Mm. He didn't want to be someone else's idea of being black. Yeah. yeah, He wanted to be free. And that's the struggle for black people. It's Racism stops us being free. White people are free. They're free to be what they want to be. Mm. They created the world for themselves. They created the world out of their own ideas. They are free to be what they want to be. Yeah, we struggle to be free to be human beings. Well, because racism takes away your humanity. He also
0: says in the in the movie that like the white people invented the the negro, like yeah, the word the, the yeah. that they use there. They and,
2: had to invent the negro, and they say
0: that it's something wrong with them. It's not something wrong with us. Yeah, like if you're using it, then it's something wrong with because you. Because
1: you know, a lot of times it's them putting you in the bracket. So you have to kind of get out of that yourself. Because and the reason why, I guess, you could say. That black people all across the world aren't free is because when there's a lot of times, like white people are putting, trying to put them into a bracket, into an idea that mm. can help them. I don't know. But, but
2: also, he says, you know, they had to create the Negro because by creating the Negro, they also created white people. Mm. So it's, they're not white. Mm. There's no race in the world, right? Yeah. There is no biological, scientific definition Different. of race. Yeah. We're human beings with differences but we're human beings by creating black people you create white people mm. and white people have the privilege of creating other people mm-hmm. they are the people who write the rules they are yeah. the people who sailed the ships and formed the empires and colonized the lands mm-hmm. and took land and oppressed people and you know this is this is the world that was created so they're free to live the life they want to live they, by creating the Negro, you create someone you can put in chains, yeah. and then you blame them for their own suffering.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing here. Yeah, like the, like what we were talking about before, and how they came here and created the Aboriginal person. Because was, if they saw them as humans, they couldn't have done what they. There was done, no Aboriginal know? people yeah. here before. Yeah, it was just people. just people living.
0: Yeah, yeah, living in this. And place. they
1: came here and goes, "You guys are Aboriginal people, and you're this." And so, I guess it's important not to play into that.
0: Yeah and also he
2: the thing that Baldwin and them always talk about he, you know he talks about freedom it's not even about race you know he's not one to want to talk about i am this race or that race or you are this race or that race Here he says this is not a black problem this is an american problem mm. this is about america it's it's his country his country yeah his country men and women who are white mm. and they do it to our, to their fellow countrymen and women. Yeah. That's what he keeps saying, and that's the the really important thing is like if you just see this in terms of race, then how do you ever move beyond race? Yeah. yeah. He's saying no, this is about you, this is about your country, my country,
0: our country. We are countrymen and women, mm. but we share a place. I like the fact how he brings up the um the idea that that, that not ignorance, but, like, naivety towards people, like, towards racism, is that mm. people have enough reality to bear. Yeah. That's what he says. And, yeah. then like...
1: It, that when they when yeah, they, they watch d- a movie, they want that to kind of take away from that and, like, yeah. be an escape. But, but not, not even... Not really yeah, but not
0: even that. It's just, like, you know, people have the... They've got taxes to pay. They've got their family. They've yeah. got all these things. So re, so when racism and people of colour come into it, then it's nothing that... It, it shouldn't really worry about It's, like, down the spectrum. But yeah. really, it's not, like... No. Yeah, like, you encounter people of colour every day. Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. everyone like I would not go a day where I don't see someone who's, you know, different. not different no, to yeah, myself. exactly. So it was just like, yeah, kind of interesting to see that. And kind of not like making an excuse for them, but just saying well, that's probably, that's a reason why they, they feel that way. Mm. So towards, yeah, towards
1: what's that? Go on.
2: <laughs> no, I was going to say too, is that what you see with him is the power of words mm. because he's such a great writer and he's sure of what he's saying. <laughs> like he never loses sight of what is, The moral thing to do? What is the right thing? If you start and you say it is wrong to put people in chains, it is wrong to hang people from trees, it is wrong to stop people enjoying their freedom, to Mm. lock people away, to segregate people, to stop people riding on buses, to stop people going to school, that's just wrong. Because what can happen is when you get involved in these discussions, other people have their points of view and in trying to open yourself up to other points of view sometimes you can lose sight of what's true mm. and what's real mm. and what's moral and he never loses sight of what is moral he knows what's right um he doesn't weaken or bend to that you know when you're seeing that the, the, the white professor you know, the yeah the dick Cavett yeah, Show. The yeah dick, yeah. dick it show, right and he says
1: why do you always talk about race? Yeah, it's an, an individual, people are different. Well, he says, like,
0: what you, I've got more in common with a black scholar and ben, someone, someone, who someone who's like done scholar, not into scholarship yeah. and you've got more in common with a right, white writer than you do with someone who isn't in the And Baldwin knows that, that's yeah. true. Yeah.
2: But yeah. then Baldwin says, but before I can write, I have to be sure that I can live. Yeah. And your life as a white person is not in threat because you are white. Yeah. Yeah. My life, because I'm a black person, is under threat because I yeah, am black. Exactly. I like how, like
0: in that scene too, um, in that movie, that that's pretty much the only time you ever really not see him lose his cool, but get really emotive in it. Because mm. I feel like when he talks and um, just when he's speaking, yeah, just when he's speaking in general, giving a speech, he's never like losing sight of like not no, losing not his emotion not he's not
1: letting emotion take control take of the words he's going, saying yeah. and the way he sees the world, which kind
0: of which can be really um. Detrimental to arguments yep. or people are discussing race because and that's a lot. If you're of, trying to discuss it with someone who's not of your color, it's mm. hu- and you start yelling at them, they're not going to listen to you. And that's and a lot of the when time. Get over when it, emotive, yeah. When
1: a debate and an argument
0: go wrong is when you start getting over emotive. Yeah, especially when you see like on the protests on the weekend, and I don't want to like uh-huh. say that they're wrong, but you always huh. see people go like, fucking this and fucking that. Yeah, and it's like that's not the way to kind of no. go about well, it. And you can be emotive towards and, it, and, but so,
2: and you know. Some you know it's all right to be angry, and sometimes people need to hear that, and you need to mm. let that out, and that's that's a good thing. It's better someone says that than someone goes and blows something up or yeah. hurts, physically mm-hmm. hurts someone. Right, the words they're just you you need to be able to let that out. But what happens after the protest? You mm. see, protest is important in raising awareness, in in, in challenging ideas and and pointing out
1: things are wrong. But then after, what actually are you going to do? Mm.
2: Where does the change come? Um, And change doesn't come until you can convince other people that it is their issue too.
1: Mm.
2: White people need to understand that this, what happens to Aboriginal people here, what happens to black people in America... Mm. Happens to all of us. Mm. Yeah, your country is weaker. It's, it's an Australian issue. It's, your country's yeah. weaker. That's what he was saying to America. It's, like it's an
1: American issue. Your country
2: yeah. is weaker if it is not what United it promises in. to be. Yeah, mm. it promises freedom, yeah. but it's not free. Mm. So, how if you make this about what all of us can bring to it, you've got a possibility of change. But politically today, it's very difficult to get change because people are just, they're divided and they're mm. polarised and one person says something and someone says something else. And, you know, to be honest, protests don't really, don't really bring about change in society. They can create momentum. Yeah. But the change happens after the protest Protests ends. are
1: more of a spark yeah. to yeah. start what you can actually do. That's
0: why it's important that, like, these things keep going. Mm. And you see that all the time with issues that happen on social they media. They just die down. And it'll be interesting to see, like, you see a mm-hmm. lot of... um. Posts about um, January twenty sixth, yeah, and you know people are celebrating, like trying to p- promote, like stop towards racism. But yeah. then, what's going to happen on on Australia Day, yeah. and what happens on then? And you know, it's quite like I,
1: I hope you know protesting is good, and it's it's a great thing to do. But it's also you can't get confused and think that protest is the action for change. Protest is the call for change, yeah. and then you need to do an action after that. You know. And I think that can sometimes become the focus like, oh, I'm doing something for change by going out and protesting. No, you're calling for change by going out and protesting. Exactly. But you but you need to do something after. Change starts
0: like with us and Uh then it has to move on towards bigger things. Like we can make a change by like not being racist, I guess. Exactly. That's the change.
1: And, And I just I get scared too when I sometimes see, you know, we're not gonna stop protesting until there's change. No no no, protesting isn't going to make the change. You yeah. need to do something else to make the change. Yeah.
2: And that's like you get people like Obama, right? Yeah. who becomes president, but and there's great hope about him becoming president, but when he was president, black people kept dying on the streets yeah. by police. And Black Lives Matter started. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's really difficult when the power structure is is not open enough. Yeah. To include you and 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 bring about justice for people who are marginalised, because even if you have a black president, he's a black president within a power white structure yeah. that's yeah. created a by white. yeah. So you know, but what did you think of um, of when you hear people like Malcolm X? We hear people like Martin Luther King, and what they were saying then, mm. like. For people who weren't even alive during that time to hear that and see that, what did you think of that and that representation? I, I think it, it, Oh, you go first. I, was,
1: I thought it was really good, just showing. I, I liked how they kind of showed that they all started at different points, especially mm-hmm. with Malcolm and Martin Luther King, started at complete different yeah, ends of the spectrum, and then they kind of formulated their opinions over time and grew and became wiser and kind of met. met you know, middle, yeah. And and that was it. Was quite powerful, and James Baldwin really. Um, expressed that really well, I guess, yeah. through his words and of how they really came together. And I think it's really important as well, watching that to go, to not watch the young Malcolm X or the young Martin Luther King and allow that to, of course, watch it and listen, but they it's changed. Too. To, they changed yeah. And I yeah. think it's important yeah. to look at the the changed version. of, And you have of, to be open to change too. Yeah. I think they were open but, to do it. But I think it's important degree. to look at the changed version of Malcolm X, right? And listen to the words, try to connect your own uh, memories and t- emotively connect to the words he's saying mm. and build beyond that too. Because yeah. it's like you can't allow that to just be everything. I, I feel like you need to keep building because their lives were cut short. Who knows what they could have been saying when they were 60, yeah. 70, you know? Yeah. And so it's important to listen to what they say and take that on board and keep building on top of that. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't... It's. I just get the feeling sometimes people can just keep saying the same things they said. Yeah, and but you need to keep building on top yeah. of it. Yeah, they know? weren't.
0: Af- yeah, they weren't afraid to do that. They weren't. It yeah. didn't seem like, even though, you, like, you get a sense that perhaps Malcolm X is a bit more like apprehensive. Mm-hmm. He still grew. Exactly. Like, you know? and, and he
1: went to he went and did Hajj and and went to Mecca and goes, wait, there are white Muslims too. Yeah. You know, like that. You got to grow, and I think it's important to not. Have an argument be like this is just the right thing and yeah. I am correct and I can never change. And I think that's also important
0: um, that people are open to conversation. Uh-huh. Like in both both sides too. Like you've got to be, if you're going to give an opinion, you have to be open to receiving an opinion. Yeah. And a lot of people like to cut people down because it's not what they believe or it's not what the yeah. majority say if you're in a group and one person disagrees, the majority doesn't agree with you, so you yeah. feel like you can't express and you don't want to ever be in a position where like you can't express mm-hmm. your opinion. And if
1: you're fighting for freedom, you have to accept that other people can express another yeah. opinion
0: to you. And it's fine. Like but as long as you can have like a healthy dialogue. Yeah. It and it needs to be respected and that's totally Cuz
1: arguing yeah. and fighting shuts down the conversation. And I think that's
0: where I get lost like when I when I hear people talk and then they start getting really emotive emotion, like emotional yeah, about it. I'm not interested. And I'm not interested and I lose kind of interest yeah. interest. But then again like I don't want it to sound like it's rude but You just don't. You lose sight of their argument, and then Mm -hmm. they get all angry towards you, and then the anger becomes confrontational. Or or
2: also, where people just stop questioning themselves. You think you're right about something, and something you might believe at a certain time in your life.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe that is your experience. Maybe that's all you're aware of. That's all you've read. That's all you know. But as you grow and you travel and you read more and you meet other people and you think about other things, you have to change. Yeah. But the good thing about James Baldwin was that. He did that, he opened up to new ideas, he read other things, he travelled a lot, but he never lost sight of what's real yeah. and true. That is that you can't treat black people that way. Yeah, That's the simple thing, you can't <laughs> do it. And if you've done it in the past, and history shows what's happened in the past, then you have to stop it and you have to make the past right. Yeah, you 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 don't you don't just wash your hands, walk away, and say, "Well, that's all done now." You know, yeah. we're, we're mm-hmm. all finished.
0: It kind of will never be done. It's like something that's kind of like always revolving, and yeah, like there will never be. I don't think there will ever be a day where you could say like racism is completely gone. Yeah, because it mean, won't ever really. be No, gone. it
2: won't go because human beings are tribal people, and human exactly. beings cling to their own. But that's why you need a society and a a system and a government that allows for that yeah and you know you can have all the diversity and difference and different religions and different groups of people and ethnicities and colors and people can like different food and go to different mosques or churches or synagogues or mm. it doesn't matter but as long as you have a society that doesn't discriminate against people on that basis and allows people to meet each other despite their differences and hold other things in common because they believe in what the society represents. Yeah. That's what you need to work on. Yeah. And that's what he was
0: talking about when he said it's an
2: American problem.
0: He also yeah. he also said that when he was talking to the um on that on the dick cabot show and he was saying like i don't know that unions are racist but they're not allowing me to be in the union yeah but i'm not part know. of it and, and I, don't, I don't know that uh the i, real don't, estate I don't know the churches are um racist but we do have a white church we have a black church mm-hmm. and he's like i know malcolm x said that the most racist part of the of america of american weekend is sunday yeah.
1: yeah and it's like and he also says you know i don't know if uh real estate agency or whatever is racist but i know that like, yeah.
0: people are being forced in the ghetto. Yeah. So... It's like you can only... Yeah, it's like kind of societal and he can only mm-hmm. see... He's going off what he sees and what, he's yeah. know, what he knows.
2: And and that's why you see they also said to him, but don't you recognise now things are getting better? Mm-hmm. Like, things... Are, and you hear this now, they'll say...
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, but you're doing well and, you know, you got a nice house and you've got to, You know, like, yeah. you've always went to really good schools. Yeah. You travelled around the world. You know, you're really well-off, privileged kids. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you don't you don't want for anything, but that's that's not a measurement of someone's dignity, their history, mm-hmm. their their rights. That's not a measurement of those things. If you just break things down to some economic measurement, that's not telling you the total story. And yeah. like he said, people value money over lives. Yeah, that's what he said in the film, mm. didn't he?
0: Mm. Yeah. I also like the fact that like. Um, Oh, I, something that I've I've heard before is that I, I kind of excuse. What you were saying before, Dad, like um, when like if if say we go to like good schools or whatever, they use yeah. that against you. Like, oh, well, you yeah. can do that. But they. I've also heard this thing where people will now say, oh, well, Barack Obama became president, so you've got no and, excuse. And now,
1: and now it's going to be a thing, especially in America, where it's like, oh, but there was a black president, so now. Um, Why can't you do it too? Exactly. When it's kind of like, in a way, they allowed there to be a black president, so now they can do that in a way. What what do
2: you think about now you see this in America and the responsibilities of other black people, especially who are really successful or prominent? Mm. Um, You know, people like LeBron James have always spoken up about these issues. You've seen other athletes speaking up. You've seen, you know, other singers and people like that. And then there are other people who haven't done that in the past like yeah. like Michael Jordan Yeah Tiger Woods they have started to come out a little bit uh, now yeah. I
0: don't I think like I think racism can also be a really subjective thing like some people don't go through it like some people don't go through it to the extent that other people do Yeah Um so when Michael like if we go back to the last dance and Michael Jordan wasn't donating money to who was in he- a, uh, there was a
1: well, he was He donated money, but he wouldn't come out and yeah. openly support. But
0: like, I'm fine. If that's not for him, then that's not for him, and and that's that's okay. Like it's it's okay for not every black person has to be about racism, mm-hmm. and like some you know it doesn't affect or like even if he doesn't want to be vocal about it, because you, you know at the end of the day, Michael Jordan was a basketball player. That's what yeah. he wanted to and do. That's black. all he was.
2: I mean, that's the other thing. Like he can't. You can't not be black. Yeah yeah, he's yeah, black. yeah, 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 yeah. And and w- when when you watch the Last Dance. You realize that Jordan, maybe of all of the players, is like really black. Like he's, he's his
1: jokes he's, and his he's mannerisms. Humor, and his, his, music, his, yeah. his
2: his his music, his friends. He's like he. But I also thought there was, you know, some people don't. They're not. They don't want to, or they don't, or they can't. They're not up to that. Or mm. and I think sometimes they just they win. They want to win in other ways. Yeah, yeah. And I think for people like, I mean, Tiger Woods is probably different. Um, but Jordan, I thought, he was such an angry person. Yeah. And maybe, and you know, he grew up around some really tough races. Definitely in in North Carolina, yeah. Um, And maybe his anger was like, well, I can waste my time trying to convince you and change your mind, or I can just go out and beat you. Mm. And I can be the best there ever was. And he wanted to win everything. Yeah. Because I think that was part of the anger that he expressed and his way of mm. claiming back something was to be better than everybody else. Yeah.
0: But it's also you want to you want to succeed in spite of your colour. Like you mm. don't want to be like the reason why you got somewhere was, your, was because you're black. And you sometimes hear that like with people getting jobs and diversity, it's like they hire this person because they're Aboriginal. Yeah. And like I hear it too. And I mean- and It's I, like you don't want to be the person who gets hired because you're Aboriginal. You want to yeah. be the person who gets hired because you're qualified for the job. And, and you, that's know, like, that like, you know, like
1: especially even- Struggles. going to school when you're at school people just assume oh he's aboriginal he's on a scholarship yeah and, and and people would be like yeah but you're on a scholarship here i'm like no i'm not yeah. <laughs> like you know, i'm aboriginal most, but i'm not on most of the people that
0: said that were on scholarships themselves adversaries bursaries for people and, like that so yeah. it's like what do you, if even if i was what's it what's it to yeah. you and how you does know, that how does that change the relationship that we have with each other i
1: think it's there's this societal societal like expectation that a black person or an Aboriginal person, wherever they are are there on some kind of like not, not, not so out. much merit, like some kind of a handout yeah and it's like actually no yeah <laughs> what, what,
2: what did you think about the way the film was made Because that was really interesting because he never got to finish no what, yeah. what he was working on yeah. right the the, the the play or the book or whatever yeah. what was it going to be was it was going to be a play or something. I, I think uh, it was about, a book about Evers oh, a book. I and uh he never got to finish that. So you had bits and pieces of of him and what he'd written from his notebooks. Mm. And then you had the way they cut images in. Well, it jumped around quite a bit too, yeah. didn't it? It moved around. Yeah. And then you had Samuel L. Jackson doing the Speaking, voiceover. It yeah. was just yeah. amazing. Yeah. But but as a film,
0: how did you think it was? I think as a film it it's good in in showing that like issues back then are, are issues now. Yeah, I think because when they integrate it with like the the when they cut it between scenes of nowadays and then it, mm-hmm. and they even between they show images from like the 80s and yeah. 90s, then it's good in, like echoing that these issues still go on. I like the fact. I kind of only wish that they had more James Baldwin um, yeah. archival footage in it. Right. I don't know because I just like seeing yeah, as yeah. a figure he's quite striking yeah. and like as a talker you, he's really like poetic and he, and you really buy into what he's saying because mm. yeah. I I, I, I found, found
1: with the film that like they really executed their their purpose of what, what the film was meant yeah, to be. It's a clear goal. Yeah, definitely. And they, they really showed how it's uh, still relevant today and by by mixing and matching. And they also captured within the film and the way the film was delivered, the essence of James Baldwin too. Yeah. by It wasn't really biased, you yeah. know? And it wasn't... It just looked at society and it looked at how the world is and just told it kind of straight and showed how real it was. And so I think... The way they captured James Baldwin was truthful to him and fair to him, yeah. and the way they captured all the other figures and the movement at the time was truthful and fair, and especially showing now how still kind of how similar it is and showing the yeah, similarities. That's the
0: thing they say at the end of the movie that history is not the past; it's the present, mm-hmm. and I think that's the that's the underlying argument that the whole film is trying to make to you. Yeah, that yeah, what has happened in the past is happening today, yeah. and will continue like will c- could continue to happen, and
2: and it felt like watching it. Like Baldwin was talking now. Like yeah. you forget watching yeah, yeah, the film yeah. that that was 40 years ago or maybe yeah. more, you yeah. know.
1: Um, you really felt like actually this, this is current. This is now. Yeah. Very, it felt very current. And I also liked about the film how uh, there was a thing where James Baldwin talks about um, Kennedy speaking and exactly. saying and talking <laughs> about, you know, their. The way the world's going, there could be a black president, and and he goes, and white people are like, wow, this is amazing, so powerful, what he's saying, and he goes, but they they weren't in Harlem, they didn't hear the laughs and the scoffs and the you know like they okay. they understood the true and the true there message there, day or something yeah, and he's like, and I think that's that's very true to, I think, as a black person in America or a Native American a Native American in America or an Indigenous Australian. When you're living in Australia, it's like you're living in a different world in a way. You know, like, those, like, white people, I find, they're living in a different country because society's different for them. And so, when they hear a message like that, they go, wow, that's powerful. But then an Aboriginal person hears it and goes, come on, you know? Well,
0: they say, I think he says in the movie, um, I've got the quaid here, it's like, um... He says, give me liberty or give me death. While, and it's like white people are applauded for that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then but when it's reversed, black people are criminals.
1: And I think a, a, good, a good example is um, when you look at, he talks about Irish people and whatever, yeah. and you have the IRA and some of those people were doing, you know, more crazy stuff, going to bomb things and be suicidal bombers and what have you. Um, and they were arrested. Mm. But then you had people like Martin Luther King fighting for a, a similar kind of issue, in a way, right? Um, fighting against discrimination, doing it peacefully, and he was killed. Yeah, And so he, he says, you know, uh, a white person, even if they are downtrodden or, or a Jewish person and stuff, can come out and say, give me liberty or give me death, and people are proud uh, of it, and, or, or an, <coughs> but an African-American or a black person comes out and says it, and it's, they actually just get death. I, I think
2: it was really interesting, too, where he's asked... Uh, you know, people say, why are you so bitter? And he said, well, maybe I am bitter, maybe I'm not bitter. Mm. But then he goes on, he says, but people ask if you're a pessimist. And he said, I can't be a pessimist
0: yeah, because I'm,
2: alive. I'm I'm alive. Yeah. Mm. And he said, to be a pessimist just turns all of this into an intellectual exercise.
0: He's forced to be an optimist. He's mm. forced to be an optimist.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, why bother? Yeah, why exactly. would he write? Yep. But I hear a lot of people now, they go, oh, you know... Hope is just for white people. Or no, why should no. you hope? And uh, and actually. and 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 actually, well, hope itself is not enough. Mm-hmm. You got to make things happen. Yeah, yeah. But the most hopeful people, the people who've made things happen the most Optimist. that I've seen have been black people. Yeah, like your your grandparents. Yeah, my exactly. parents. Look at you! Look at your pop. All that he went through—terrible, mm-hmm. worse than we and could
1: I, we could ever imagine. I think if you allow yourself. Uh, as a black person in the world to lose hope then you've kind of let let society win. win because what a lot of times where you can find like in when people are and back to Fruitvale station as well that we did yesterday when yeah. you see like a common theme among these black people and like these black people living in these neighborhoods is that they have no purpose and they have no hope and they're just existing. But, but they have no optimism for anything yep. for them to achieve. And in hope life. doesn't
2: mean that you don't you're not you know that you're blind or <laughs> yeah. foolish or stupid. You, of course you know what what things people face. But if people like your grandfather and grandmother can go through what they went through, worse than anything yep. any of us could imagine, yeah, and they can have hope because they see their grandkids have got good yep. lives and you know, then anyone, if they can have hope, mm. then there's no excuse for other people not to have hope. But what did you think too of Samuel Jackson? Like that was The amazing. way he delivered yeah. it was just... That was amazing. Yeah. He just,
1: like he brought the words off, off this book, I'm guessing it was read yeah. off this book, just to such life and just really like inserted them in the viewer yeah. in a way. You he know? speaks He's with
0: re- such a calm tone, which I feel like just really like... it. It, it like complements the um, yep. compliments the visuals
1: and such in, in and a really nice way. It's the same thing. He allowed himself to do what James Baldwin did and just deliver the words yeah. and not put... He, he had emotion the behind them, yeah. but he didn't put too much...
0: But he's not being monotonal Like that He
1: never put happiness in there. He never put no. sadness. He never put anger. He just delivered it how the words are, yeah. delivered their meaning, and, the, and he delivered the purpose of why mm. they were written. I thought know? he was
2: sort of, in a way, acting... James Baldwin, in a way. But I'm glad he didn't put on like a no, voice. No, no, he didn't he like have like. put on yeah. the voice. <laughs> that, you know, that, that that would be silly, but yeah. <laughs> but he sort of acted the words, like he lived the words. Yeah. yeah. It was and, a really good book. and he didn't he didn't feel like he was reading at all.
1: No. And when there was a line in there where he talks about um and, and he says, like, reading out the book, and I was in Palm Springs, right? Yeah. And the way he says it, it, it seems like he's talking about his memory of yeah, like being in own, Palm Springs. Yeah, it's a really
0: reflective kind of performance he gives. Yeah. yeah, it's really kind of well-rounded. And I, I think another, another thing in terms of the re- representation of African-Americans in the movie, Cinema. within the movie, oh, right. like the way they portrayed them, like yeah. the way that they show how African-Americans were, tra- were portrayed in theatre or in film yeah. in the movie Shows also how far we've come when we've got a movie the like Black Panther yep. that came out. a you know, superhero movie that Black yep. Panther. And then you also hear people come out being like, Oh, like it's not such a big thing. Like but people say people it's used massive. to say it wasn't it wasn't like that big a thing, like like people don't If understand. you really think about it and you watch this documentary, then you go back and watch Black Panther, how important a movie mm-hmm. such as Black Panther like within, is, to, is is to African American community. Like in
1: in in just forty, fifty years You've come far from where they would only have the the black stumbling maid coming in, or or they would never yeah. show they would never show the hero as black, yeah. or they would never show a, a black person as a love interest or a sex symbol. And now we've got the black person as yeah. a superhero. And they, and who that's who, why you said Sidney
2: Poitier and uh, Harry and Harry Belafonte were really mm. important. Yep. yeah, because they helped to change mm-hmm. those images. Yeah,
1: um, and they had to play the game as well in order to do that, but they were able to play the game but not allow the, Not allow themselves to be put in that box. Well, like sure. he was saying
0: how like their, their sex symbols whether the society likes to accept them as that or not. Yeah. Like that's how they were. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's like it was a And
2: wh- why do you think he was so – the other thing is he's a great writer, but when you write you've got time to think. Mm. You can put things down. Mm. You can play around with the words and stuff. But when you see him debating, you know, and they had that debate. Yeah. And he was at Cambridge – and he was having the big debate there and yeah right yeah how how he spoke yeah yeah how clear everything mm-hmm. was no stumbles no decisive ums or what was decisive about it or no it was just
1: know. he i don't know he just kind of he did it so effortlessly and elegantly but so powerfully i think as a know? civil
0: rights like Activist, or just even as a writer, I think he's my favorite one, mm. purely because of the fact that he can speak in such a way that yep. brings like every word he says has life in it. Yep. Yeah, so every
1: every word I find that he writes is there for a reason. There yeah. is no throwaway word, you yeah. know. And same as when he speaks, there's no throwaway. That's
2: why his books are very short. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't throw anything away. No,
1: there's no there's no fillers in there. You know, it's just and the way he's able to to tie certain parts of, of society and culture together to get across his and, meaning. And the other and thing
2: is, he's not trying to convince anybody. So he's not there trying to say, yeah. I want to win an argument or I want to convince you. So he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to yell. He never yells. No, yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to put people down. He doesn't put people mm-hmm. down. He doesn't have to <clears> point <throat> the finger. He doesn't have to shame people or blame people. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have to do any of that. Yeah. Because he's so clear about what's right and what's wrong. And because he has the language to be able to express it and because he's he's got that great presentation where he's only a small guy. Yeah, yeah. But the, on I, stage but he, the ideas yeah. are big and he never has to try to convince anybody no.
1: because he knows what he's saying is true. Yeah, he completely believes his argument. <laughs> it's and, and it's like, and it's, it's taking it back to that Dick Cavett episode where they had the uh, scholar on there and... He just took what the guy said, yeah. and then just didn't get angry. Didn't get angry. Yeah. Didn't allow it to affect him, and then just he was, gave pas- it back he was to passionate, him. passionate about passionate. What he to say. Gave back his the truth, yeah. you know. And but, but he never said to the guy, "You're, you're wrong, wrong. and you're, wrong, and you're yeah. a racist." Exactly. He didn't and that's his truth. And yeah. what happened there? And also, you look at the, the scholar's face, and you really yeah. see him thinking. And you see I, yeah. he left that interview that's a changed like, person yeah. with a changed mind. That's what I
0: liked a lot about about that interview, is that they showed the. The guy, the mm. scholar, I'm um, accepting. His yeah. He's like, okay, that's fair. That's a really good point. And I think anyone, and,
2: and, that, and that's what scholars can do because they're open to ideas. Yeah. See, the the problem now, what happens a lot, people shut is off. That, well, they they shut it down. They just yeah. say, I'm this, you're that. I'm black. You're. White. I think everyone should go, go back. Everyone should
1: like? go back, watch this film and watch that scene because you see how important the the conversation is and how important it is to not. Because arguing and getting too emotive just automatically shuts down the conversation, yeah. and that is the complete opposite. Of it doesn't what, allow for constructive. You know, for if, a constructive, if conversation. you want change, you can't do that. Yeah, that's that's the opposite. That's and, taking. And sometimes it away. you
2: might feel like it, but you like can't there are some allow times yourself. Where someone will say something, and he didn't. The professor, yeah, I mean, no. he he didn't do this. But there are some people who who are just racist, mm. and they will say things deliberately to. To enrage you, or to or to get an emotional response from you, and then once they've got you, they've they, they've got you down at their level. You, yeah. you you can't win. That's why I like what Toni Morrison said, the other black mm-hmm. writer, and she said, "Don't talk back to racists, yeah, because they'll always ask you another question. Mm. Yeah, you you will get locked into an endless conversation mm-hmm. that will go nowhere.
1: And there, there's this line from and, and
2: why waste why
1: yeah. you, if you give up that energy doing yeah. that. Exactly. You know, th- th- there's this line that I love from um, this uh, biracial rapper Logic who who says you don't get involved with someone who's arguing down there and below you because they'll drag you down and beat you through experience, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's pointless, it's ridiculous, and there's no need I had for
0: that, it. I had that experience the other day on, like, on Facebook. Yeah. Something about to do with, like, racism in Australia right. and the protests and stuff. And then I said, like, racism could stop if we were, like, if our indigenous people were involved in the constitution or, like, uh-huh. acknowledging the constitution. And then this person said, well, they are. <laughs> and I said, well, they're not. That, and he's yeah. like, well, 1967. And I said, and as soon as he said, well, they're not. Oh, no, well, they are. And he's like, he brought the 1967 referendum. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. And I know that if, if I'm going to get an arguments person, they, a, they're not going to listen to me and they don't know yeah. the history. Of, so why, is, why am I going and, to And talk?
1: these type of people, they don't want to listen. Yeah, you know, so These, I knew these straight keyboard away that, warriors don't want to listen and change yeah. their Yeah, And so I wrote so. a
0: message saying whatever I said back. And I said, well, this will be good for I th- them. For I this think it's that.
2: funny too, that what you can do sometimes, and Aboriginal people have been very good at this, is you put things out there um, and you... Because you know you're going to get a response from them. Yeah. What? What? One of the great jokes, and and it's, it's it, it, a lot of people think you know this this is actually true, and I I've I've said it a few times, and other people have said it, and it sounds so true, um, but it's actually a bit of a play on words. It's when people say flora and fauna. Yeah. And, you know, we weren't counted among the flora and fauna, but because we weren't counted as part of the constitution, Aboriginal people in the 1970s come up with this idea that. Well, we must be flora and fauna. Yeah, and 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 we've repeated this, and we we we'll say it really seriously. Mm. And you see, why people go, "That's not true." You were never, and we're like, <laughs> 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 like "Yeah." <laughs> um, and you're like, now you know, but you th- you y- y- you can see, you can you can see that we can have our weapons too. Mm. You know, we can yeah. have our jokes too. We can because if Nullius is true. Yeah, you know that—that's the biggest lie of all. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's—I think—I think Baldwin and those people taught us a lot about how to use language in a way that and can can, can disarm people, find, lure them
0: onto. You can really
1: find your weapons yeah. and your your power through language. Yeah. You know, it's the most important thing. Well, just being thing. clear and concise
0: in your in yeah. what you want to say. You know, and every time he thought, like I was watching after I watched the movie, I was watching more James Baldwin and stuff on and he was on Dick Cabot, the Dick Cabot show mm-hmm. quite a fair bit. And he was and Dick Cabot asked him like when did you experience racism? When did you know that being black was like mm. was a get, what like being just black person in America yeah. was bad for you? And he's like he said that it wasn't that I discovered that I uh, that there were two colours in the world. There was one moment there was a moment where I discovered that there were many colors, colors and i was the wrong one yeah and i was like mm. that was like and just the way he said it was just like mm. even like quite poetic in the way he said yeah. it be,
2: be, because he knows you know the simple thing is i am not your negro mm. i am not what you created yep. i am not going to be what you created i am not what you tell me i am and you are not mm. my white person exactly that's the and opposite, and the you know, opposite like,
1: of that and you know like i even noticed that at school when i was asked to um do the, the welcome to country and you know, and they, they handed me a template of, of what of what yeah. to because they said, can you do this in Maradi? I said, okay, I'll, I'll translate it. And so, but they handed me a template um, of of a welcome to country. I go, that's not right. Well, how, a- how can how yeah. can a, a, a non indigenous person hand me a, a template of what to say about being indigenous and welcoming? Well, it's like yeah. you know. And so and so I was like, no. And so I just rewrote it completely. And send it through, and they go, "Oh, can you add this word and this word?" And I said, "No." It goes back to representation,
0: the media as well, is that people only want you when they want you, or in the way that they want mm-hmm. you. No one really wants to accept if you go outside that box. Then you're immediately the outcast, yeah. and you're going to get chastised, and you're just going to get every every epithet thrown at you. Mm-hmm. And but you need
1: to like it's like people only yeah really really, really want to accept you if you're in this small and little box. I find you just got to make simple changes to not be in the box, like. Every, every acknowledgement of country that was delivered was always, I'm a proud Buradjuri person and this and that and that. And so when I read it, I said, I am a Buradjuri person and it's different, you know? Yeah. And you, you read it differently and you just got to make small changes and that, I guess, changes the whole thing in a way. Yeah. Like it, it takes you out of that similar box. Language you use is very important. And that's, you know? a, that's a really- B- like- Words, text and language yeah. are, are the most important things. Like there's a reason Hitler burnt books, yeah. you know? Like they're the most- Important and thing. And that's
2: why it's important for people to write and to have stories because that's where your voice is heard. And even if people don't want to read it, it'll find its way. Like, who can. We're still talking about James Baldwin. Mm. And we'll be talking about James Baldwin for 50 years or 100 years in the same way that people talk about Shakespeare, Shakespeare or yeah. whatever. It's important to write things down. It's one thing to go, you know, to, to give a speech or to go to mm. a protest or whatever it might be. Or to make television, te- te- television, and e- e- even movies in a way can die out. Well, they they disappear and well, they, they age. Yep. Yeah, movies but, can age. But you find something that's written and it stays that way, mm. and it's permanent. And that's why James Baldwin's so important because
1: you know what he wrote,
2: and then people who came after yeah. him, you know, yeah. the people yeah. he
1: inspired. And words and to books write. can't be. Uh, can't be, you know, modified or improved on. They're just words in books. Yeah. So books are always going to be the same. And you same. come along and you write something that so challenges that or takes that further? No, that's or, what I mean. You know? But I'm saying writing lasts forever. Once mm. words are on a page and it's a book, it lasts forever.
0: But what do you think about the fact that James Baldwin isn't, like, studied in high schools? Mm. You really, The only it's, people you actually terrible. even understand in high school about, uh, in civil rights is... Is actually Martin Luther King. Yeah. And I think the reason why is because it's nonviolent. Yep. Mm. And no one wants to accept that. Like, yep. there's two theories on that. Yep. And it's. Well, yeah.
2: they, they say that in that, don't they? They think, well, Martin Luther King was just the guy about nonviolence and he was yeah. just about love and he was just about turning you know, the, turn the other cheek. Well, actually, he wasn't just
1: about that mm. at all. Yeah. That, and that's why when people said to him, like, you know, Malcolm says you're just about turning the other cheek, he didn't get angry and he no. didn't change. It's just like, okay. You know, but this is what I'm about, and he'd say it. And eventually, you know, Malcolm did go, yeah, he's on something, you know. Um, But, I, yeah, that's so true. The way that they they teach things in school, they definitely Oh, you never read James Baldwin in school? Over, no, I, I only no. found out about him after <laughs> I was, like, no. I think
0: we were, just, we were living in Glebe and I just found a book of his. And I, I remember that, yeah, it up yeah. And I was book, reading yeah. it. And they were just like, yeah, just something I discovered. And, I, yeah, I had no idea. And mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people still... I think as poetic and as like immortal his words are. No one really knows who
2: he is. To read Banjo Patterson, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, or Charles Perkins for that matter. No one really knows much about him. We did a thing
1: in school for two terms, which was, uh, which was identity. Right, the whole idea of it was identity, and the only person we studied was identity (laughs) was Henry Lawson, and I said that's not Australian identity at all. Yeah.
2: How can you just? It might be part of a. Of an Australian identity, but it's not complete.
1: Ocker rural identity is not the identity of everyone in Australia, you know? And it's a complete, and the words he said challenged nothing like, I I just noticed Indigenous kids writing about Henry Lawson and stuff, and they would go, and they're meant to be going, we're learning about identity here, and they go, but this isn't my identity. You know, other kids can relate in a way, but like I said, it's two different worlds, and many Indigenous kids reading Henry Lawson and having to write about the things Henry Lawson wrote about, go, how can I write about this? This is not my identity at all. Mm. Like, it's just completely different. So I think... So what about films Films like this? Like, we can watch it.
2: People who are interested mm. can watch it. Or, you know, I made this one, The Australian Dream, with Adam and, uh, mm. you know, a lot of people watch it. But sometimes the people who come to watch it are the people you would expect Yeah. to watch yeah. it.
1: How do you get beyond well, that? Well, you've got to study them in schools. Like, instead of studying Truman Show... But, but,
2: but, but, well, but even then, you might get people who... Uh, the people who need to hear it often will just not go. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not interested. Exactly. In, in Australia or America, if you're living a very comfortable life mm-hmm. and you don't want to turn your mind to this sort of thing, or yeah. you, might, you might not even call yourself a racist,
1: but you don't, yeah. you don't care. It's not, it's not part of we'll your life. But of that's your world, why you I, I do like uh, Jordan Peele. And the way he's yes. doing it. because accessible. He he makes these movies. And he's where, making them think about. You it. know, like he's making movie and where people who need to hear those messages go and go. I'm watching a horror film, yeah. and they go yeah. and watch it, and then they leave and go, "Oh crap!" You yeah. know, like uh, and then they they start thinking about it because he he does it in such a smart way. And I think what he's what about, doing is what, what so about good.
2: People like uh, who get a lot of criticism. Um, they're trying to do it another way, but like Kanye,
1: yeah.
2: So, but the you thing know, is, he's been criticized a lot.
1: But but I've been saying it from the start. And now. He's every, the one getting his promotion. No, 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 no. And, but now I've seen it on social media. People are going, Haha, Kanye just <clears throat> used the Trump relationship to free over 40 black uh, and brown false imprisoned inmates, right? But I've been saying that since two years ago. I said, Kim Kardashian just got a law degree, yeah. right? He's having meetings with Trump, wearing a MAGA hat, you know, being buddy, buddy. And. Because of that relationship, over 40 false-imprisoned black and brown people have been released. And if people want to complain about Kanye and say he's not for (coughs) black culture and whatever, but all you've done is gone out and protest and he's freed over 40 people. He's done something for change. You haven't, you know?
0: Yeah. I think also a really funny thing about the movie, not so much funny, but like, was the music they used in it? Yeah, some of the songs where it's like if it's white, you're right. Oh, If yeah. you're brown, stick <laughs> around. If you're black, go back. And, and then, like that.
2: and then when he showed like Doris Day, yeah. white American singing some ridiculous song. Yeah. And then Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah. Like which one's more real? Yeah. Which one's
0: more really a- American? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. You know, it's like the musical interpret. Yeah. Just the musical. The way they use music to kind of yeah. illustrate the times. But what,
2: what about people like Jay Z and? I mean, do you think actually now? You read that book that Michael uh-huh. Dyson wrote yeah. about Jay Z, right? Yeah. That rappers in some way are like the modern, you know. They are, and and, the and a lot of
1: a lot of rappers have come out and said we are the we are the authors and writers, you know, right now. And it's become the pop music now, the popular music think, is yeah. is hip hop and rap, and a lot of people are turning to black artists, and it's so important that they're. Getting out these messages well, and they're doing very it, important. and they're doing it in three minutes. Where some people, you know, they go, oh, I can't be bothered to read a book. Well, it's because but they li- can be bothered to listen to a three song. We live song. in a very like, um,
0: short memory yep. society where we, you know, Instagram videos only go for a minute long. Mm-hmm. So I think it's if someone like James Baldwin and that lived in this period now, he might be a rapper. It, 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 yeah, you know, he could be exactly, but it would be really hard to read James Baldwin. You know, you'd no. really have to go out and seek it because you know everyone's
1: memories mm-hmm. are so short. Well, then so you you've, you've got like Akala. Songs. Akala, yeah. Who's,
2: who is a rapper, English, yeah. but also writes about this stuff, does he?
1: And he writes as well about, uh, you know, you've got to expand as a musician because, like, the revenue, right? The global revenue of music is one-eighteenth of the global revenue of just American music literature so it's like writing a book if you're all about wealth and empowering yourself write as well you know write mm. books and and he tackles really good issues in um Nations. his books and his yeah his book natives and his music and stuff and he he also talks about stats and sometimes the thing i really took from it was if you're he said uh, my mom's scottish right so i'm half white and my dad was jamaican if i go to jail on the stats it's another black person in prison but I am equal the amount white, mm. so why do I count as the black stat? And you're raising that stat, but you're not raising the white stat, you know? Mm. And he, and that's a, I think that's a very fair point. I think an interesting thing that can come from that is also the fact when people
0: ask you if you're indigenous or not, yeah, then you only get put in that little box. Like yeah. when I was like, if I if I'm ever out and I meet someone I to mm. talk about them, and they ask you where you're from, yeah, it's like why are you black? is essentially what the question yeah. is feels like. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, yeah, so they ask a the question, you say Indigenous, and then that's all they'll talk to you about. Oh. That happens so much. And, and it's just it, like, yeah. and it's
1: like, you know, I've, I, I want to talk about music yeah, and Yeah, I, I can and talk and about other things. I And that's
2: what James Baldwin's saying all along. Yeah, it, Racism stops you being a human being. It stops even, you being free. And even people who, who think that they want to help Mm-hmm. The moment they find out you're Aboriginal, that's all they want to talk and, and to he, you about. And yeah. he also
1: talks about the the whole mirror story. You know, you don't see a mirror until you're six and you realise. Yeah. Uh, it was funny when I was in kindy and whenever the word Aboriginal was brought up or anything to do, just even people talk about Aboriginal dot painting. We had like a dot painting thing in kindy. As soon as the word Aboriginal happened, heads were on a swivel and just went vroom. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> it's
0: Because the way you get taught about Indigenous things, like the dreaming, it's like yeah. all these like really like just, mystical things. It's yeah. taught in such a mystical way, if it, if it is taught at all. Because mm. I remember when I was in high school, it was only like lightly touched upon all yeah. those kind of things. And it's like Indigenous it's culture like, exists without some sort of sense of mysticism. We're not like some mm. sort of mystical beings. Like no. you know, in the movie Australia, they they portray like yeah. the, the yeah. one of the characters as being like this like mystical because, character. Because look,
2: who's making these things? And that's why you need. Aboriginal people and Black people mm-hmm. to make things and be heard and to be read, and you know, that that that's why you need films like like I'm Not Your Negro because it's their voice. Yeah, you know that that's the voice, and
0: or if Bill Street can talk like Beale that, yeah, what a boy. great.
2: I mean, e- even that film a couple of years ago, I remember, which was quite a good film, but the Green Book, yeah, but it was the white guy's perspective. Well, the
0: people always say that's a that's a thing in Hollywood in Hollywood films, mm-hmm. like there's a white savior kind he's of, thing.
2: he's the white savior. And he gets saved at the end, and he's yeah. the good guy, and yeah. he's and, and you know, and the black guy is like along for the ride. Yeah, it's actually the black yeah. guy's story. It's the black yeah. guy's movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> and that that always happens. It's kind of like we're here to challenge your views, but please don't get too yeah. uncomfortable. Well, it goes back to
0: the defiant ones that he raised. Yeah. He raised in the movie, um, the fact that like you know when he jumps off the train. White people are like, oh yeah, he's
1: you know he's they're together
0: yeah. again, but it's like people are like, get the back, get, get the, the fuck, fuck on, back that, on, that train, on that train. That guy's like, not going to help you exactly. Like. Yeah, just like <laughs> an interesting way just to kind of see it. So you, you had this was the first time you'd actually because I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I've seen it before. Um, mm-hmm. Jesse, it was the first first time, time, you time you I saw watched it. it yeah,
2: right? yeah. So what what do you think it had the impact it had on you? Straight, you know, for just, the first time, especially now with what's going on. In
1: just a massive one because you know the the only thing I've read so far on James Baldwin was. um the, the script he wrote for that Malcolm X movie, which he talks about in the film, which never got made. But um that's the only thing I've read of James Baldwin. And this movie as well, just kind of... It gave me more into him, into, into his uh, purpose and his truth that he was trying yeah. to tell. And by also tying everything else and tying society at the time and also society now. And really, I don't know, it just really made me, I guess, understand and think more into how it is a country's problem, not a, a racial problem. And that's a lot of times where we can go wrong is is thinking it's a racial problem and also we can go wrong by getting to a motive. So yeah. I think just the impact it had it's on also me It's not was, our problem. No, like no.
2: Like, like he says, I am not your Negro. Yeah. Uh, you invented me. Don't, yeah. I'm not your problem to why, be solved. Why
1: should, why should I... Or you or you have to break out of an Indigenous bracket when you were put in that bracket. Yeah. They did it to you. So you have to, you have to break it out of it yourself. But why is that? There's also know?
0: a way that they, they frame it. And so it makes you feel like it's not that great to be Indigenous mm. in a sense that, like, you know, like, like when we were raising before, like you're mystic or anything like that, you know, yeah. like you're something to be like studied. Yeah. Like that, when it's really, you know, I'm a, like we're proud Indigenous people, mm. but that's not all I am.
1: Yeah. But more than that, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's just well, I just keep thinking back to, you know, kindy whenever the word Aboriginal was brought up, everyone just look at me and it's, and things like that. And then, and then you're like, right, Oh, the there's, a, there's a separation here or, or just like, um, the, the dream time. And, oh, when and you go back their to
2: idea of yeah. you and it's, it's not your and, and
1: idea. And pe- yeah. And they come up with this false thing, like a, a teacher or a kid will be like, Oh, when you go back to Wiradjuri land, is it just some amazing spiritual connection? Yeah. And it's like, when you go to Scotland or to, to Ireland for a holiday, yeah, do you AD. do you put your feet on the ground, Ireland, and go, "I am home, I yeah. feel mystical"? I yeah. It's like
2: it's, it's your home.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's your home, and, and and it's like you go, you go back. That, that's it. your land. Yeah. That's your family. There is a connection, but it's not like you go there and you start well, feeling not, not, like some. Spirit. Not for them,
2: you know. Not 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 to. You know, you're not there to be with someone else. Yeah. Do you think
0: that makes them jealous? Do you think that's like a jealousy thing? It's that just we idea that they we had. experience. I think that it's we another way a sense
1: of home. I, I honestly think it's another way for them to go, in a way, like you're different to a regular human. You know, mm. and and that's and that's because it's som- quite it, a lot of times in Australia, I find is it's very it's subtextual. You know, and and sometimes they don't mean it. But there's when you have that connection with the land, it's it's like they're changing it so it's just like you're not a regular. There's something different. There's something different about you, and they're putting you in a box or something different. It's like I'm not different. I'm just a person. I sometimes
0: feel like it's a jealousy thing. Yeah, people bring those kind of things up. like 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 they're jealous of that. The fact that they their culture is not. I want to say non-existent, but it's not much. Like
1: Mm. I don't want to be rude, but like it doesn't. Oh, like like there's like you're Aboriginal, so you're part of an eighty thousand year old culture. Yeah, yeah. and they're. Part of I don't know, you know. So I don't know. I guess that that is true. It can sometimes feel like a jealousy thing. I know. remember when I was in high school and they
0: had like indigenous um like questions in the religious class. Yeah, and then like same pe- same thing. People would just look at me, be like you know yeah. all the answers. Like as like I actually don't no. know because funny enough, like the culture was kind of eradicated, so I don't know much <laughs> about all this kind of thing. Like you know, but
1: like yeah,
2: yeah like but j- just finally think. So do you reckon you know like he's the time that he's talking about. It's like 1960s. Mm. You know, they're all killed in the 1960s. Yeah. Now, 50 years later, <clears throat> you're still seeing the same protests people, in America, yeah. and you're still seeing the same protests in Australia. So, what about 50 years from now?
1: And that's the in thing, America. you know. I, I, it's sad to say, but I think it is because people think a march and a protest is the action for change, and it's not. It's also. It's a It's test. a great thing to spark change, but.
0: It's not the action; it's the call. Well, it will be. Yeah, like I said before, it'll be interesting. This will all be weeded out when it gets to January twenty sixth. <laughs> like, we'll find we'll, when we get to that day, we'll see who was really real yep. about what they were saying or marching yep. on that day, as opposed to like yep. who wasn't,
1: you know. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that 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 would be the interesting for me. Like, I'll be waiting for that. And, and the good thing too is back to the movie is that watching these movies now, just this morning, and then you can come on here and have a conversation about it and. These movies are so good because they spark conversation. And I think people do maybe so shy should, away from a political conversation or attach themselves to a political issue when, with movies and what have you. But movies are a representation of society and yeah. society at the time. And I think it's important to talk about it. You so know? Who would
2: suggest right now, with all this going on, that people should watch this for
1: yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, and w- we put out a list as well of movies to watch yeah, now too. This, was one this one wasn't those. on there, oh, I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. No, um, but we put out a list as well on our Instagram, and I think it's important to go and and watch films. And this, this, and that movie, um, Thirteenth on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thirteenth. I've seen yeah, that one. Yeah. That's a
0: really good one. But I, also, I don't think if even if you're not interested in like like racism or whatever, mm. this movie is still quite. Quite interesting in the sense yeah. that you're understanding James Baldwin, mm-hmm. like he he comes alive in this movie. And also, so if we, you just want to take yeah. away from like just that aspect, which obviously is quite hard because yeah. it's, it's the big point of the film. But you yeah. you really understand James Baldwin come to life, even through Samuel Jackson's um, emotion and his words. They like it, it brings him to life, and he's a fully realized character, even though he's dead yeah. and he's not even in the film that much. And,
1: and even with me, like of course it was all about racism, and I uh, thought a lot about that, but also. My favorite thing about acting is, is the text and, and the dialogue and I just love the way Samuel L Jackson spoke yeah. the text and I love the words that were used and I love the way all the bits of the film came together to get across its purpose so mm. it's more than just about race it's also just a great film and if you like film you'd like it as well Yeah and there's some really great
0: really great quotes in it mm. like um, not everything that is faced can be changed but nothing that is uh, but nothing can be changed until it's faced Yeah, yeah. like that's, that's a really right. great one um or the one where he says, like, like how he, he once knew a blonde girl and he said it was safer for her to walk home than it was with mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. there's just, like, I don't know, he just, his use of language and his use of, like, um, just his ability to speak is just, yeah. like, something that's really, really quite like to, amazing.
2: No matter, like, you can get this book and you can open it to any page, right? Any, I just opened one page. Yeah. It's a terrible thing for an entire people to surrender to the notion that one-ninth of its population is beneath them. I am not an object of missionary charity. I'm one of the people who built this country. You know, yeah. He is. He's not beneath anybody. Mm-hmm. It's white America's problem, not his problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It goes back to what he was saying. How like if you they created
1: yeah. him. I guess to wrap it up, what would you give the movie out of ten? Definitely like a nine. Oh yeah. It's one. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. Like I couldn't even. Fo- uh, there is. I think nothing, a ten. Yeah. I'm giving it
0: a
2: there ten. There is nothing I can fault with that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. There yeah. is nothing at all in I the way it's a 10, done. Too delivered okay. Samuel Jackson's narration It's argument is of,
1: really
0: clear yeah, Yep
2: and, and for a chance to see James Baldwin And hear those words To hear Martin Luther King mm. To hear Malcolm X You know To learn about Medgar Evers Who people
1: would never yeah, know about no
2: You know It's perfect yeah, yeah I'm 10 10
1: from everyone <laughs> 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 But yeah um, So I guess that wraps up the, the Special 8. 8.5 episode oh, and At the same time <laughs> But yeah Um I think that was good that we did that. It's something different. Yeah, it's but just a good discussion, and we're going to continue to keep. You know, we don't want to just uh, be like while we're, whilst we're a movie podcast, thing, yeah.
0: we're also like also not pop culture, but also a cultural mm. podcast. Yeah, and, and, and it's also remember movies, that movies reflect movies the times reflect that we're in. Movies reflect culture and society, so yeah. we're
1: going to talk about culture and society and political issues. So yeah, I guess thank you for that, and yeah, once Dad again, everything will be on. down below. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah, cheers.